What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. You know, she has many fine qualities men find attractive. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quiet Tech Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast, another quarantine edition. Uh, who knows how, how much longer we're going to quarantine edition this, but it is much easier to get everyone on because uh, everyone's just at home. But uh, I like the energy. When we're all in the same room, but um, who knows? We might have to go to quarantine editions more often, even even when it's not quarantine. But um, we'll see how it goes. Other than that, I don't have much to uh, get to in terms of housekeeping. Uh, I'll, I, I have some stuff I'm working on merchandise-wise, but I'll leave that for the next pod. Um and other than that, the only other thing is Kevin's cryptocurrency investment kin token. December 2016, a young Kevin Cullen um, invests $300 roughly worth of American dollars in a cryptocurrency called kin token. And three and a half years later, how is that investment doing, Kevin? Uh, we're sitting at uh, two dollars and eighty-three cents. Mm. Small spike. I think it was at three last time. Yeah, we were hovering mm-hmm. just over three last time, and now we've dropped down. So, um, a little disappointing, but still, still room to grow. Still time for that investment to bounce back. Um, and I think let's just move on to the topic at hand. Uh, this is, we actually get this from a quack question. I don't know if you can hear my dog barking, but I can. Um, and this which dog is that? That is Yoko. She's a dick. Uh, the other one's just scared. Um, uh, but Yoko tries to fight people. So, um, not really tries to fight people, but like pretends like it. Yeah, one of those. Anyway, the quack question that is the basis for. This episode comes from Jeremiah. He's at Hershey with a underscore B on Twitter. He says, as the definitive pod for all things Mighty Ducks and speculative fiction geniuses, I think Quackadack Pod can get real with this quack question. What one thing would you change in the trilogy or per movie? Um, So Jeremiah, obviously assuming that these were not documentaries and these were actually scripted sort of dramas. What one thing would we change? Um, I have I have an early one for D1, but I'm interested in your thoughts off the bat here, Tommy. Sure. So one thing we've I've always kind of thought about is, you know, what if the Ducks were to lose in, in one of the standpoints? And we've talked about this, like what if like the Ducks lose to the Hawks, whatever, in the first one. But in the original draft of D3, the screenwriter told us was that the Ducks were supposed to lose the, the JV Varsity Showdown. So I thought about, like, what are the repercussions there? Because it's, it's not like there was a fourth movie. Um, and I think you could still kind of show how you can lose and still be a winner. Because, I mean, they show they can compete. It's like Rocky. And so, you know, I was trying to think about 
what are fictionalized movies where the hero or the, the, the good team doesn't win the championship and Rocky comes to mind um, and everything else, especially the kids ones, you know, little giants and the big green, you know, they win, you know, the big game at the end. Um, little big league is, you know, they, they do lose, but those are like pro teams. Um, but I think yeah, Rocky is the best example of, you know, just kind of being able to be a contender. I've got uh, a couple smaller ones or darker ones. Um, but wanted to go over to Kevin for a couple of his thoughts. Uh, well, first would be getting rid of Carp. Um, just <laughs> lop him right off the end. Um, and then, if you get uh, rid of Carp, though, there's just like a huge butterfly effect. You've got no Peter. Yeah. You know, you've, oh, you've got no, no. We don't have Peter now. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe the Ducks are actually good because they actually have like a yeah. couple of like good players. Like who who is Carp's like, whose roster spot was he taking up? Like yeah. someone who was good, who just—I mean, it's play. not like they had like ringers lined up around the block or anything, but yeah, yeah. not yet, not yet, yeah, yeah. Um, they needed Tommy Duncan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, the playoff format still is very muddy. Um, that's still just—they kind of just like toss that in there, and it's kind of uh doesn't really make any sense. But uh, those are probably like the two glaring things for me. Yeah, interesting. So if you, yeah, you look at D one. Um, for me, the whole Charlie, I, I alluded to this at the beginning, the whole Charlie sort of pimping out his own mother, um, is just kind of weird. And I, I don't think it would have been necessary. I think Charlie could have been sort of defensive towards Bombay and then Bombay could have like won him over cause he makes Charlie's mom happy, that kind of stuff. I think that could have gone a different direction. Um, I do like. The idea of getting rid of Carp, which would likely get rid of Peter, or at least make Peter like a non-character. Um, but would you, would you just eliminate him, or would you just have like, would you throw something else in instead of a Carp? Ooh, I have a. So my thing was, is what if the limo were to break on the ice, mm. and maybe Carp dies in that. Oh, Ooh. and oh. it becomes a much, much darker much movie, darker bent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they could still win, and it makes it even harder for Bombay to essentially win Charlie over and win over his mommy. Yeah, wow. Yeah, then you you have a whole sort of subplot, but you do get rid of Carp. Um, Peter has probably a whole different arc. Um, yeah. I mean, I kind of like that. I, I kind of like that. If we were scripting this documentary, we would just kill off Carp. And then, uh, yeah, it, it gets much more interesting. So um, I feel like that's our answer for D1. I think we can move on to D2 or D, and D3 unless we have any um, other ideas. Yeah, I, I think that opens a the door for so many possibilities. And, you know, Peter becomes a much bigger character, like you said. And also, you know, Banks had kind of, or the Hawks had kind of bullied Carp right mm -hmm. and so i think there's also another dynamic and like maybe the hawks are like you know essentially teasing the ducks over their dead friend and i could see you know you know coach riley maybe not you know uh discouraging it mm -hmm. and so maybe there's more because like riley is like a huge asshole and like the whole dynamic in the movie is that bombay doesn't want to be like coach riley and he wins over and, and he needed a father figure. So he wins over Charlie. So Bombay is a father figure he never had. And they didn't really hammer that hard enough that Riley is like this bad dude kind of. Um, 
I guess the fact that he's like essentially calling lawyers about this kid not being able to play. <laughs> but anywho, um, I think that uh, that really changes things. And but Mike, you mentioned you had a your D two item. No, well, mine mine was um, just the the changing the dynamic for Charlie and having him be more defensive of this guy trying to bang his mom. But I do <laughs> like Carp dying because I think. As you mentioned, Tommy, it just sort of amplifies all the emotions that are already in there. Uh, much higher stakes, too. So, yeah, I mean, the the playoff format, much smaller. But, yeah, I mean, they could have they could have played the Hawks in, the, like, the first round or something like that. Or, or at least explained it. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's a better answer than Carp dying in a limo on the ice accident because wait so does that mean like does the limo driver go down with him like who else no, no, no. Like... he's the only one okay <laughs> yeah everyone else gets out and like bombay essentially there's probably another like law subplot mm-hmm. um bombay is a lawyer um so maybe it ends with like you know him getting a like them winning a court case or something or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have, you'd have definitely a law subplot. You'd have Casey Conway who was um, very upset at Bombay about all oh, this could break through the ice. She's, she's that, much. That kind of solves your, uh, your Bombay bone and Charlie's mom problem. Cause you would <laughs> probably yeah. go for him after that. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's much more difficult. Um, Huge yeah. redemption tale. Like you killed a kid and now, yeah, yeah, I think we might have to make this movie like three hours long, but I'm down for it. So, um, yeah, this would be like in like the legal battle would go on for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need like an epilogue or something. But, and we've established that um, uh, Carp has a very loving family, so we can see more of them. Yeah, oh, that's true. Carp's family plays a much bigger role, um, the chubby guy in the hat. So, yeah, I, I like I said, I don't think there's a better answer than Carp dying in a limousine on the ice accident for D1. So I think we can move on to D2 here. Um, is anything in particular we'd like to change for D2? Uh, for me, um, just the, the, the pure, like, absurdity of it all. Like, the fact that, like, the Junior Goodwill Games is being covered like it's the Olympics and you know, the, all the mascots, I don't know. It's just like too over the top for me. Like it's not at all realistic. Yeah. The whole Trinidad and Tobago thing. I think yes. that would, that would be my selection. <laughs> uh, maybe just have them beat. Oh, I don't know, like Slovakia or something like that. And we don't need a whole sort of four minute scene side plot on, on Trinidad and Tobago being in the junior goodwill games and then just getting killed. And, and um, yeah, but um, the whole tournament, I like that. I that I think we, we can break it down a little more, but Tom, do you have any thoughts on things you'd change in detail? Um, I think they should have gotten someone who could stop instead of Luis. <laughs> um, his, you can find someone who maybe is just a little bit slower, but also very fast, but also could stop. Now, I understand like Tibbles wanted like a team that he can market. So if you wanted someone from like Florida or if you wanted like, you know, a Latino kid, like, yeah, you can find him. 
you know, just find someone who knows how to stop. Um, Or maybe Bombay should actually put some effort into that. I mean, they taught Fulton how to skate in like a 20 minute afternoon at the mall of America. Right. Yeah. Um, That kind of just reminds me, uh, I watched it the other day and I forgot how like insane the scene is where Jan is trying to teach him how to stop. It's, it's like, like oh. how long must it take him to set up all of those cans? It's like, can he think of something better? Yeah. Yeah. Like immediately it's just like, hey, stop at this line. Like there's lines <laughs> on the ice. Yeah, you don't need the can. You don't need to spend like ten minutes stacking these cans every time just to Luis is like, man, this drill sucks. Yeah. I guess if you made Luis stack the cans himself, oh. maybe Or or drink the, the sodas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think this this goes back to Kevin's larger point about the Junior World Games being ridiculous. Um, could they have? Is there some way to get like a an explanation or some sort of uh, lesser tournament where they still have all these beats, but they are not necessarily covered by USA Today and and played up like this is the greatest assemblance of hockey players that are under the age of 14? I mean, it could just be the Junior Goodwill Games, except without all that stuff. <laughs> so you just you just have, like, the local newspaper as the transition points and that kind of stuff? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm trying to think, when, did the, when was this movie set? It was 94. What year? So, 94, we had the baseball lockout, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess USA Today was hurting for content during the summer. <laughs> That's true. So, and I mean, you don't have, um, you don't have the Olympics. So I guess that was really just the only thing going on. Yeah. This would be, I believe the, the dates in yesterday was March 94. So yeah, maybe, I mean, this is a better time for newspapers than it is now. So they were a little more bloated in staff. Um, a lot of like international competition, people coming to Los Angeles, so, yeah, I mean, I'm talking myself into the Junior Goodwill Games a little bit. Um, but the Luis situation's a good one. I'm changing it. Because um, it doesn't really play, like, a major role in the plot. It's just like, oh, he can't stop. That's funny. Um, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no, like, big moment. other than, I mean, obviously at the end, just put it in Luis. But, um he could have just stopped from the beginning and been a fast kid. Or as Tommy said, just find a kid that's a little slower, but um, can do a fundamental uh, move of hockey. So I guess you could have like, and Luis is also introduced as being like, you know, it's like good looking skater. They were saying, oh, very good looking skater. Don't you think he, you know, so maybe if they played up some more of that dynamic or maybe like Connie and Guy's relationship. So maybe you're not necessarily subtracting something, but maybe trying to get a little bit more of like, the, the background of some of these um, or the background noise that's going on that's distracting. Because right now the only distraction they really have is they come together, but then Bombay's a dick the whole time. Mm-hmm. So Wait, and I, so the World Cup was also going on in the U.S. in 1994. <laughs> that's true. So. <laughs> um, you'd think there might have been a like a sidebar on one of those games. Yeah. Um, okay. do, so, we know, do we know what month the junior games were? March, March, right? Oh, March. March okay. So it would have been before the World Cup, but it was like during March Madness because I remember one of like the the stories and one of like the the spinning USA Today's was like about um like UConn Georgetown or something like that. It's so like a basketball game. Yeah. So, 
what's our decision? Are we just going with uh, like expanding Luis to make it uh, less clear? Uh, I guess like his his character is less one dimensional in that he is fast, but he cannot stop. Just sort of expanding on his backstory a little. Yeah, and I've thought about like earlier today. I was actually thinking about Dwayne's background, like, and I think we touched on a little bit of how does like a a Texan before the Stars moved to you know Texas become this amazing hockey player um and so maybe it's just getting more background story and you know we've seen all these like kind of prequels or origin stories i think there's a there's some room for some more background about luis and some of these other guys and like a lot of it is just like a one-line thing like isn't that the kid from the olympics mm-hmm. about uh kenny Wu? yeah so. yeah that's a good point this guy was in the olympics and then it's like never addressed again so I like that. I like that. Kevin, do you have any objections? No, I I definitely like diving into those the the new ducks a little bit more just because they do just kind of toss them out there without any real explanation aside from Tibbles mentioning that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just kind of giving his little one-liners, but um I definitely like diving into them a little bit more um and then just like I said just the overall absurdity of the entire thing. And the fact that Iceland is the team is just still yeah. so funny. Yeah, you might want to... If you change that to Canada, I think that's a whole different uh, dynamic. I think it's a little more... But then you don't get Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, and that's it's hard, true. It's, but it's hard to hate Canada, too, though. You know? Yeah, I mean, you could... They could be the Russians, then. That's a good point. We can just make Russia... Everyone hates Russia. So, <laughs> uh, we can do that. So, yeah, okay. I think I think we've answered that. So if we go to D three, Tommy mentioned it losing to the varsity. I think that would be a good way to um sort of ground it more in reality. Obviously this was reality, so the Ducks won. So um it's almost so real it's not believable. But yeah, it would make sense that the varsity would beat the J V and yeah, if it's a close game they earn their respect. But uh, Kevin, you have a different uh Thing well, you want to change? I, I just wanted to say that I wouldn't change anything because it's a perfect film. I just oh, wanted to get okay. that out of the way. Okay. I mean, some of those pranks are potentially like thousands of dollars of damage. So I'd love to see some of the repercussions. Yeah. Like, also, like sort of deadly. Yeah, <laughs> yes. like the ants. And then what if like someone freezes his hand off? Like the gosh. It's like if they spent as much time as they did pranking each other as they did practicing. Like uh, maybe, maybe they wouldn't have blown a nine nothing lead to the Blake Bears. <laughs> Tommy, they they either play or they play around. Yeah, that's a good that's point. A strategy. Uh, yeah, we we have touched on this. We had a whole episode on whether the prank work cl- crossed the line. I'll put that in the show notes. But um, yeah, I mean, I think losing would be good. I think for me, I would want a little more sort of foreshadowing about the name change because it's kind of like Linda's getting a position and then at the end it's just like they changed it. So maybe some in that like courtroom scene they talk about well we've been discussing changing the name and that kind of stuff and and these ducks came in here and blah blah blah. Um, So that might be it for me but I do like them losing. I think that would be a good way to wrap it up especially when you already have two films of them just winning. So it's a little little twist right at the end there for uh, everybody watching. But uh, anything else here? I think 
we haven't answered the question uh, thoroughly, but if you have any final thoughts, let us know. I think one one thing we can do like later on is kind of break down some of the subplots that are they're in like particularly in D3 you've got like oh you know teach me how to or yeah teach me how to trash talk whatever mm-hmm. um and then you've got um you know the whole Goldberg and um Julie the cat going after each other kind of competing for that number one goalie job and and so it's almost like the main plot just isn't strong enough um, them adjusting to, to high school life or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. I do like that. I do like going deep on these these side plots in, in an episode. So uh, the Quacklets can look forward to that. Uh, let's take a short break here, and then we'll come back with the Quack question. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are back. You ask us questions on Twitter, on Facebook, through email. We pick the best ones. Try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Uh, today's quack question comes from Charlie Conway himself, mm-hmm. uh, at Conway96Ducks on Twitter. Oh, Marsh. Uh, asks, uh, in this time of quarantine and shutdown, there's only one question worth asking. How many times has Jan closed the shop since he shut it for the first time in 10 years back in 94? Oh, interesting. Okay. So you got to think of major events. From 94 on, uh, obviously you have September 11th. Yeah. You have coronavirus. Um, is there anything else that would you would think might close a large swath of businesses? Uh, because obviously we know that this is not something that usually happens. So it would have to be a high bar. Um, yeah, I think 9-11 and then... He's been shut down during the quarantine. And I, I think that's it, though. Yeah, unless there's like an obscure Norwegian holiday that yeah, he always okay, yeah, gonna, <laughs> Or like a, some kind of tragedy. Yeah. So Hans dies. Does he shut... Well, allegedly dies. Does he shut down the shop for that? Yes. Okay. Um, You know, he's probably going to have some seasonal workers that he could call upon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it would just uh yeah be open for the day until he comes back or whatever. Um. Yeah. So, do you think he do you think he does shut down for September 11th? I don't think so. Um. Just because why? Like, <laughs> like he's not. You know, because it's a terrible tragedy, Tommy. <laughs> he's, he's not in like a. <laughs> A place that's gonna be a yeah like a target or whatever um unless we want to go way off the deep end um about hans being a a target for uh for terrorist organizations um which you don't really want to do right now yeah um i feel people would need hockey then 
Yeah, that I mean that's a good point. I yeah, my concern you touched on a little bit would be like if there's some other sort of not necessarily related to a terrorist organization or September 11th, but there's some sort of investigation into Hans or into um youth hockey and what's happening in this special league in Minnesota. Uh maybe they need to shut down the shop, but I guess if you shut down the shop in that situation then um, you're sort of asking for attention, so you got to play it cool and play it normal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, are we are we saying? Well, Kevin, do you think he shuts down on September 11th or any other time? Outside? I think he shuts down at the very least the day of. Like it may have been open. Oh, so he I, goes home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And maybe I don't know. Maybe the day after. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. We'll give it a half point. And then does he shut down for COVID or is this like a big... Um... I think he has to, and I don't think he has the means to do like online ordering. But I actually always kind of thought that they like lived above the skate shop. Yeah. I mean, it's very clear that, I mean, Bombay is hanging out, sleeping in the shop, and then Jan makes Haas and Pfeffer and eggs and they're in the shop. Yeah. So it, they're attached or above somewhere. But the shop is still there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I guess he could stay. It's not, like, difficult for him to stay open at any time because he's just always there. So if someone rolls in, he could just go to the front. Yeah, and I can imagine he just, like, has, like, a sign outside. It's like, oh, yeah, toss a pebble at the window if you, if you come by. <laughs> I uh, I was going to say maybe he closed down if the Norwegian hockey team ever won a, an Olympic title, but they have not, so... <laughs> Yeah, Norway. Well, curling. Big in curling, I think. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll do some research and put it in the show notes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I know they're big ski jumpers. Is there like a big ski jump gold medal? I don't think he would shut down for that, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess it would just be COVID and then like, I don't know, 20... 68 when norway wins the golden <laughs> hockey but i don't think jan will still be around by then so um yeah all right i think we answered the question the only the only answer we have right now is covid so um there's your answer marsh uh, marsh was looking into whether he could um get some of his equity firms investment in us i i have not heard back from him so um uh, marsh we're we're we can make money for you, so you know I know your your firm is struggling right now, but you got a gold mine right here. You just have to tap it. So let us know. You know where to find us: thequacktech.com, at quacktechpod on Twitter, Facebook.com/slash quacktechpod. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us what one thing you would change about the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Uh, go to the shop, get your gear, get your summer gear. Uh, things are starting to open up, so you know, get out there, show it off, and remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Okay.